This is AutoLine Extra, available exclusively on the internet. Here again is John McElroy. Welcome back to our continuing discussion with Dr. David Cole for the Center of Automotive Research and Mike Stanton, the CEO and President of the Association of International Automobile Manufacturers, talking all about this bailout going on in Washington. And Dave, in the, in the broadcast version, we were talking a little bit about is the money enough? The $25 billion bridge loan. <clears throat> One of the banks came out, and I, I should have this at my fingertips, I don't, but they were saying General Motors alone needs $22 billion. Out of $25 billion, that doesn't leave enough for the other guys, does well, it? Well, uh, the deal right now is to get enough to get into the next Congress, uh, get past some of the heat that's going on, and have a little better perspective on the financial markets. Uh, and from my perspective, uh, from the uh, government standpoint, I'd want warrants in these these companies. Now explain because, what warrants are. Well, it's an opportunity, in a sense, to uh, own stock that you could trade in for stock, and if the stock appreciates in value, uh, you win. Uh, and if it goes to zero, the warrants aren't worth anything. But as we saw in the case of Chrysler, uh, they became worth a, a great deal of money. Millions and, of dollars. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and the same thing is true here. And the upside potential of these companies is so large right now. For example, what Ford at two, around $2 a share, it could go to zero. It could also go to $40 a share. And if you had some ability to participate there, uh, you really gain. But the key thing in terms of the timing is if, if we knew when this financial crisis was going to stabilize, when the smoke and noise clear, and we have a little more rational ability to kind of look at the landscape, uh, we can make a pretty good guess. We, we do know that the huge fall off in sales will come back as pent up demand. Uh, and if that financial market stabilizes, um, I think we're going to see that come back very quickly. And in fact, there's very industry, uh, interesting dimension to this. We have very low inventory in the field right now. Any uptick in sales, what we're going to see is those incentives disappear very quickly. And if you're a buyer that has got great credit or cash, uh, when you begin to realize that uh, if I wait six months, that's gonna, that same car is going to cost me $5,000 more, I think that is what is likely to begin to kick off the positive uh, side of this business. And it's very key to look at that inventory and realize just how low it is. The manufacturers have been very disciplined about not oversupplying the market during this period. And most people don't really understand how quickly things can change in terms of production increases and a whole new psychology in this market when the financial stability arrives. Is that in <laughs> right. two months or is that in six months? <laughs> or two hopefully years. It is. Well, yeah. well, hopefully We're not, not going to go there, I hope. Yeah. yeah. Mike, uh, you talked earlier in the broadcast version about strings are going to be attached to any loan that comes from Washington. Do you agree with Dave that there's the, the government's going to want warrants or, or something oh, like that? Absolutely. This is not going to be a, a, a free gift of $25 billion or even a loan. Um, what I'm concerned about is the public policy side of it and will there be strings yeah. attached, maybe for example, with uh, dealing with fuel efficiency or greenhouse gases. Um, our concern is, is that representing my members is that at the end of the day, we have a very strong competitive uh, industry, Absolutely. and we don't favor one manufacturer over another. Yeah. Let them fight it out in the marketplace. That's our system. We like that. Um, let's make sure that they're healthy enough and we're healthy enough that we can go have a good fight. Mm -hmm. you now, there's some interesting nuances here. Uh, for example, uh, one suggestion that we've heard between the people that are discussing this is the possibility of uh, the California standards, uh, 42 miles per gallon standard that right. could be moved more quickly. but. You know, if we look at the whole biofuels issue, and it depends on when this would be applied, right now we think of CO2 as CO2, but really there are two 
sources of CO2. You have the old carbon, which we're all blaming for greenhouse problems, and you have the new carbon, which is recycled back into the uh, environment very quickly. If we were to separate the two and, in a sense, put the mileage on the basis of just the old carbon, I'm not sure I follow old carbon, new well, carbon. Old, What's the new carbon? Old carbon would be petroleum, natural gas, and coal. New carbon would be corn stalks, uh, the cellulosic biofuels. So bio-based yeah. bio carbon yeah. that gets reabsorbed when you buy, grow cycle. new plants and, again. And what, this whole idea of renewable fuels and uh, being able to use things and have it cycle back, that's acceptable to the environmental community. Because mm -hmm. uh, there's no net addition to CO2 that way. Well, there is, but it then is taken back out on a well, net basis. Carbon neutral. It's carbon neutral, exactly. And if we could factor something like that, and if we get into 2020 or 25, uh, and it looks now like the non-food biofuels, cellulosic biofuels, is very viable and for a cost maybe even close to what petroleum is now, uh, that's a little bit uncertain with this decline in petroleum prices. Uh, we could look at 40% roughly of the transportation energy use uh, coming from non food sources, biosources, uh, which obviously is going to have a huge impact on petroleum, and it's a global issue. So if we could begin to sort of weave these things together and sort of segregate the CO2 as does it come from something bad or from something good, that might make this all palatable. It's a little bit more complicated than just CO2 legislation related to climate change, but uh, there are a couple of ways to skin a cat here that I think can be uh, effective, and, and, and the main thing is, is flexibility and do things that within the constraints of technology and economic practicality. If we go outside of that, then we have problems, and that's what everybody is concerned about. Well, very good. Probably a good place to wrap this up. Thanks so much for coming back here. David uh, Cole and Mike Stanton, great to have you here yeah. at Auto Line. Great Thank to you. Be with you.